Good morning, everyone. My name is Ariella Wagner. I am the founder of Sunray Construction Solutions. And today we will be having a webinar on the top three avoidable notice to owner mistakes that can cost you big time. With us, we have Alex Barsett of the Barsett firm, a construction uh, board certified attorney. So I'd like to introduce Alex briefly. Good morning, everybody. This is going to be a great webinar to get your questions answered regarding notice to owners. And if you have any questions, make sure to save them to the end and we'll get all of them answered. So today our agenda is what is a notice to owner? Why will a notice to owner help me get paid? What are the traps I can find myself in after I have sent a notice to owner timely? So let's get started. In the state of Florida, if you are not contracted directly by the owner of the property, you should send a notice to owner to secure your lien rights and or bond claim rights. And there are scenarios why we want to make sure you secure your lien rights. The owner pays the GC, but the GC does not pay you. The owner does not pay the GC, who then cannot pay you. And the person who hires you claims that they are the owner but they are actually the tenant of the property. This is a very interesting scenario. There are many times when general contractors on properties fill out notice of commencement incorrectly, and they put the, note, the owner as the person who is basically responsible for any of the construction, and it's in fact the tenant who is responsible. So this is something to look out for when you're doing a construction project and you know that you're doing a build-out for a tenant. It is a way to make the owner aware that a supplier and or a subcontractor should be paid for the payment that is made to the contractor on the job. It lets your customers know that you're serious about getting paid on your terms and not their terms. I've actually been at where general contractors will say, you know, Ariella, I will pay the people who notice first, and the people that don't notice, we actually pay them last. In the event that you are not paid, leading a project protects your equity interest in the project. If you are working on a bonded project, it secures your claim on bond rights. Let's talk about the deadline, which is very, very important. There could be people on our webinar today that think, oh, I only have 45 days to send a notice to owner. That is absolutely 100% incorrect. A notice to owner needs to be received by the 45th day from the first day you started working on the project, not sent by the 45th day. Another very important point is that you, if you're working on specialty fabricated material, so a special door that could only be in a specific building or residential property, that would be the clock starts ticking when you start fabricating. A notice to owner should be sent 40 days from the first day that you're on the property. Why? Because if it's sent by the 40th day, and it's received by the 48th day, and it's stamped by the post office in a document called a manifest, then it doesn't matter if it's received by the 48th day. 
So that's business practices, is to make sure that as soon as you sign a contract, you want to make sure that you send the notice to owner. Now here's the kicker that is very, very important, and I would start. The exception to the 45 days and 40 days and possibly losing your notice to owner rights completely. How can that happen? Many people wait until the absolute final hour to send a notice to owner in hopes that they'll receive payment. How do they lose their lien rights? If the GC gives the owner a final payment affidavit and the owner disperses the final payment, you have lost your right to lien the property. And the only way you can recoup your monies is by going after the general contractor. So waiting till the final hour to send your notice to owner is not a good business practice and you should send it as soon as you start the project. And for the people that are on the webinar, specialty fabricated materials, the clock starts ticking as soon as you start working on the project. This is one of the other most important things. You have different mentalities between the credit and sales. And sales, well, they want to get the job. They have the job fabulous. So, well, we need to notice the correct address because as everyone knows, when you send a notice to owner, you're not just sending it to the owner of the property. You're sending it to the general contractor and all essential parties that may be on a notice of commencement. Now, a legal description to describe the property is on the notices to owner. Now, that being said, an address and an accurate address is essential because what you're doing is you're saying, this is the property that we are improving. So if this is the property we are improving, this would be a bad example of addresses. Coordinates into the Pacific Ocean. Yes, we've received Pacific Ocean coordinates. Entering your job address as your corporate office address. So if, in fact, you send a notice to owner to yourself, you would be leaning your own property. Your job address is your customer's address. Again, we need to make sure that we send it to the address that you are furnishing the labor or materials to. And an unknown address. And the job is located in Miami, but it's entered as Fort Lauderdale. Additionally, simple, simple mistakes that occur are street versus avenue. You want to make sure that you have an accurate job address. Let's go over the difference between private jobs and public jobs. Very simply, private jobs are your, you can have private schools, office buildings, condos, warehouses, and residential properties. Then you have your public jobs which are government-owned, schools, courthouses, public uh, hospitals, municipalities. Now, you cannot lean a public project. Why? Because they have what's called sovereign immunity. You have to think of it very logically. You can't lean a school, foreclose on the school, and own the property. But at the same time, you need to have the right to get paid for the work that you do. So there is a bond for the project. And what's very important to know, and I would also put a star by this as well, when you're working on a public project in the state of Florida, uh, state public jobs must be bonded if they are over 400000 
between 200,000 and 400,000 is at the discretion of the governmental entity to decide if they want to have a GC bond on it. Below 200,000, there, there may be no bonding. So that's very important to know for your public job. And as for the notice to owner, in your information gathering, to general, you would just say to your subcontractor uh, or your general contractor, depending on where you are in the food chain, is this project bonded? If you are working for a subcontractor, the subcontractor working for the general contractor may also have a bond on the project. But you want to ask a very simple question. Are you bonded? Were you required to carry a bond on this project? And if so, may I have a copy of it? Was the general contractor required to carry a bond? If so, may I have a copy of it? The general contractor is required to record the bond in the county in which the work is being done, just so you know. But there are times where the general contractors don't record the bond. So at the very beginning of the project, everything is fabulous. But, you know, towards the middle, funds might become tight because people make mistakes. And you do not want to be in a position at the end of the project if you're we're scrambling looking for a subcontractor's bond. Okay? So one other note is federal projects. Um, federal projects are VA hospitals. And that would be the, the Miller Act, just in case anybody wants to put that down on their notes through this webinar. What to do when you receive an amended notice of commencement. Now, if you receive an amended notice of commencement and the information is the same, just think of it very logically. A notice of commencement can last one year. They just need to amend it so that it can last another year, three years. If it's the same information, we're good. However, it's best business practice to revise your notice to owner. If a notice of commencement is terminated, now this is super, super important. The contractor, subs, and suppliers need to be paid 100%, including retainage. If not, they need to be listed on the termination accompanying an affidavit. Point two, now I'd like you to starve this. This is very important. The time to record a lien is reduced to 30 days from termination for the old money and the new NCO needs to be sent after the new notice of commencement is recorded. So please be very, very careful if you see a notice of termination. You do not want to ignore it. 